0: Hi everyone, this is Natalia. With everything surrounding the pandemic, we here at Dame Talk understand how difficult the drastic changes can be. We're dedicated to give insight to all generations, but today is a little bit different. As a part of Generation Z, I'm lucky to have three great Gen Zers by my side to talk about how the pandemic is personally affecting us academically and socially. So girls, how about we start by introducing yourselves?
1: Okay, hi, I'm Celine, and I go to the Neuroshal High School. I'm a senior, um, and I'm going to be, hopefully, attending the University of Scranton in the fall, and I will be majoring in bio.
2: Hi, my name is Nikita. I'm a rising junior at UAlbany. I have a concentration in business, administration, um, along with marketing and ITM.
3: Hi, my name is Nicole, and I am a sophomore at Norwalk Community
0: College and I'm studying to be an art therapist. Well, that's great. Thank you guys so much for being here and being a part of this discussion. I really appreciate it. So, I mean, why don't we start with, how's your day going, guys? How are you feeling?
1: Well, me personally, I'm just a little overwhelmed because my classes are, they're kind of just starting to do, like start work, working on our classes and our work online and Mm -hmm. zoom calls and all of that so this entire morning I've just had back-to-back online classes
0: Mm. that's so strange that you're Um, saying that like mm -hmm. now because for I mean the three of us me Nikita and Nicole we're all in college so we've been um on like zoom you know lectures and things like that and just uploading on blackboard um but it's kind of interesting to know that like I mean maybe just for Neriocha High School but that you're starting so late with continuing classes.
1: No, yeah, because at the beginning like when the quarantine started, we we did mm. have to submit like our work online through portals and stuff, but we never really um did Zoom calls and like face-to-face did online learning. Mm. But I think there was like this new learning plan, like the learning plan 2.0 thing that they just um, came up with. And now they're like requiring all of our teachers to be um, doing Zoom calls and keeping in contact with their students.
0: Okay. Um, so I have a couple questions to ask you guys, some general, some more uh, tailored to you, I guess. So, how has this time affected your relationship with your family? And is there any advice you can give to parents that might help with the communication or dynamic between their kids during quarantine?
2: So, well, I mean, you know, as a college student, things are a little bit weirder. We're used to living, like, not in the house for more than half a year at a time. Yeah. We really only come back, you know, in December for about a month. And then we're here from, like, you know, mid-May, June, July, and then we go back in August. So... I mean, this is something like my parents and I have talked about a lot. There is a certain clash because we're all trying to work at the same time. So I have online meetings. My dad has online meetings. My mom has online meetings. The Wi-Fi is being used a hell <laughs> lot more. Yeah. Um, so And it, it just becomes kind of like a, everyone's clashing. Everyone's kind of getting tired of each other at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'll- I mean... Sorry, along with
0: that, um, how is the kind of like transition from like total freedom? You're completely in charge of what you do in your day to day to going back home and kind of abiding more to like the rules of the house, you know?
2: No, oh, it sucks. <laughs> I <laughs> can imagine, I've been going through honestly, it too. <laughs> honestly, it, it just sucks because the level of freedom you have when you're in school and then when you're back home is so different, and also. Like, being home for vacation is different than being home for quarantine because there's even less freedom. You can't do the things that you want to do to get away from, you know, just have your own me time, I guess. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Now, Nikki, since the both of us go to community college, we haven't had that... I guess, opportunity to have the type of freedom of, like, moving out for a semester. Mm-hmm. So how are you kind of dealing with the family dynamic at home, since it's still kind of, like, the same routine, just a little bit more compact, I guess?
3: Um. So, yeah, um, because I'm just so used to already being in the house and, like, living here, it hasn't changed too much, but my sister is back home with me. Mm-hmm. So there's definitely more... People in the house, more things going on, like Nikita said, and um, it's definitely gets chaotic and a little like wild sometimes. But I feel like because I was so accustomed to just like waking up in my own room and having dinner with my family every night, it's not anything too new or too out of the ordinary. So I will say that like being at a community community college has benefited me in that way because it's not like I really lost anything yeah. <laughs> other than like my freedom to go outside. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, I feel like like for kids who were in a community college, it's like, we're, I, I can say on like my behalf, like, I'm very grateful for that because my family and I are, aren't really having too many like fights or arguments. Like we're pretty much like comfortable with each other and know our schedules and our routines. We just kind of keep out of each other's way sometimes. Mm. But um, we've been really good at like playing family game nights and um, watching family movies, cleaning up the house together, just like stuff to distract us from like the work and actually like remind each other that even though we're living in this house together doing our own
0: work, like we're still in this house together. Let's enjoy our time. For sure. For sure. Actually, that kind of goes into my next question of do you have any ideas or things that you and your family would specifically do or just anything that you would advise other people that would kind of strengthen the time that you guys have together so that you know not so much chaos would be in the house
3: um okay so some things that I've been doing with my family are we've been doing a lot of movie nights mm-hmm. we've been doing um we had a crazy eights tournament the that other night <laughs> and that one was really fun um at my mom's house we've been getting so crafty we actually did paper mache oh my <laughs> and I haven't done that since I was a child yeah so that was really fun to do and it's really cool because you realize how much stuff there is actually to do if you just think and like put your heads together Mm -hmm. you know you know I sit at home every day and I'm like oh my god I'm so bored I'm so bored but then when I go with my family and we talk about it we're like oh wait let's do this like my sisters completely redid my whole entire room for me as a surprise and they just spent almost a whole entire day literally just redecorating removing and they had a blast like obviously not everyone likes to clean that's why I wasn't as as them. <laughs> but 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 that took a whole day and that's not a day wasted you know what I mean like they did something they got together and it didn't only make themselves feel good but it made me feel good yeah. so I feel like um get crafty I actually like I've been dyeing my jeans with my family we made tie-dyed shirts make
0: made a lot of tiktok dances <laughs> you'll be famous in no time I'm, I'm <laughs> trying <laughs> actually it's kind of interesting that you said that like you don't want to waste any days I personally am the type of person where if I have a day off I want to take full advantage of it but because we can't really go anywhere I you know I'm guilty of thinking, "Wow, it's just another day wasted." Even if I do something at yeah. home apart from obviously getting work done or something like that, like I still feel, you know, kind of down because for me in my mind I just feel, "Oh, I'm not really doing anything that's making memories or something like that." But this whole mm-hmm. quarantine has actually really made me try- kind of retrain my thinking. Because you don't Mm -hmm. have to go out or, like, be with a bunch of people or do something crazy new every time that you have, you know, spare time or whatever to, you know, make memories or not waste a day. Like, like you said, you can DIY clothes, you can play a board game with your family, you can even watch a new show that you can get super invested with other people and Mm -hmm. just there's Mm -hmm. nothing that really waste a day um I mean obviously unless you don't do anything but no matter what it could even be time <laughs> for you to reflect on things like no matter yeah, what nothing actually- no time is wasted when you actually like put forward you know good intentions on you know for the day if you know what I mean
3: yeah I actually really wanted to expand on that just a little bit more because um in the beginning of the quarantine, I was seeing a bunch of posts about if you're not finding a new hobby, if you're not reading a new book, if you're not starting a new show, then you're you're this whole thing is for what? Like you're wasting so much time. And at first I thought to myself, like, oh my God, I need to do stuff. Like I myself consider myself kind of more a lazier kind of Uh person. (laughs) I I'm very laid back, wanna just chill and so being in quarantine i'm doing that every day and i'm like oh my god like i need to be doing something i need to be doing something but i want to change that stigma because just because we're in quarantine and we have all the time in the world if you don't get something done doesn't mean that you're lazy it doesn't mean that you're not productive like i want to like break that chain of like just because i've laid in bed all day today means that i'm a loser Mm -hmm. like no if if your body needed to lay in bed all day and you needed to take that five hour nap, good for you. You're getting your rest. You're sleeping up. You're, you're refueling, you know, <laughs> um, if all you
1: did was sit in your room and watch Netflix. Hey, yo, <laughs> you got your box. No, yeah, I completely agree because I guess I have like a completely different experience or take on quarantine because mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. when we weren't in quarantine and i was in my normal schedule i was never home like no one in my house was ever home we would always we would be mm-hmm. at swim meets or practice or at school studying or at some events concerts rehearsals so like we're really never home we're only home to like eat and sleep and then we're off the next day to do the same thing and just a, a thousand things so quarantine has yeah. really like helped me just or our entire family just to relax and actually give your body rest and literally do nothing. Like give us the opportunity mm. to do nothing.
0: Yeah. Amen. Amen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so along with, you know, having the nice me time and like staying at home, staying safe, most of all, um, what are some healthy and responsible ways that you've actually come up with to stay in contact with friends and loved ones outside of your
2: home? Um, I would say, like, group FaceTime has been a savior. Mm -hmm. Just, like, having that, like, obviously, like, in our parents' time, they didn't have that option. And for us to complain, like, oh, I can't see my friends, oh, I can't do this, like, we can still, like, actually stay in contact and see each other's faces, hear each other's voices, like, we have, like, all these different kind of outlets, like, house party. My parents use house party now. and It's actually <laughs> hilarious. So I'm not going to lie. But they keep in contact with all of their friends that way. And me, like, I use group FaceTime and all my group chats. Like, I keep in contact with all my friends from school. And I just have to, like, realize that this could be a lot worse than it actually is. Like, we could not have yeah, internet. Yeah. We could not have Wi-Fi. And, like, there are people that are living like that. But for us to be able... To really still get into contact with people is still so important to me because without that human contact, I think I'd actually go crazy. Yeah.
3: Yeah. I agree one hundred percent. For sure. My friends, um a couple of times we did like a social distance picnic. They brought their food, I brought my food, and we just sat on my lawn, um, six feet apart.
0: That was really nice just to like have some type of normalcy, you know actually a group of my friends not like a group but like three or four people we would we all have cars so we kind of just went to mm-hmm. a parking lot and we stayed like two or three spaces apart and we just hung out exactly like we're not spreading pallets yeah, exactly. that way yeah
3: yeah also my sister is a nurse at Yale yeah. Hospital so um she lives in New Haven all by herself she's like all alone and um we're actually like thinking of making like signs and stuff like that we were thinking of one night going up and surprising her and just standing outside of her apartment or something like that (laughs) yeah just to because you don't realize like we have our families and stuff but like some people especially people who are fighting this have to quarantine themselves to the max like they can't infect anyone so she's sitting at home every single day completely alone by herself in new haven in her own apartment like Like, we're lucky. We really are, like you said, yeah.
0: And I can kind of, um, you know, attest to that because my mom, she's an essential worker. She works at a grocery store. So she has to constantly see kind of Mm fear-ridden people just, like, coming in and panic buying 24-7. But because of that, you know, she's being put at risk, you know? And then she has to come home after all these overtime hours. Even people that are our age that have to work at like target or anything we didn't expect to you know go into a pandemic you know
2: we're just trying Mm -hmm. my close friend works up yeah we're just trying to
0: you know provide for our families or you know gain some extra money because we might need it you know so it definitely is hard and I think by you going and showing your support even if you can't like physically you know Hold her and like show her how much you care about her, just that little thing I know for sure will like boost her morale so much when she needs it the most,
2: yeah, oh, to go back to what Nicole said about having space it I feel like it's really important, and that I took it for granted being at a four year college, like having my own space in my dorm room and around campus, and just spending a lot of time with my friends, being away from all of that, and now just constantly being like in my family's face as per mm-hmm. se um. It's just become a lot, and I understand like it's a learning curve, and like we do have to adjust for the time being. But taking those like 20 minute drives, or just taking your time to sit on your bed and listen to some music, like blaring in your ears, or just you know, sitting outside when the weather is nice and just having some alone time and space feels really, really good. Yeah, I mean, not
0: even to go too deep, but this, the whole quarantine experience is a very stressful experience. Like, I can't say one person in our generation that has even, like, been to something close to this kind of, you know, thing to deal with. So, it's, you know, sometimes it really takes a toll on my mental health and, like, how I'm feeling that day. And one day, honestly, I was just, you know, feeling a little bit blue, (laughs) a little, you know, not my best... (laughs) Um so my my mom she like is the most important person in my life and she knows everything about me. She knows that like when I'm not doing my best, she'll know it for sure. So it was like the middle of the night, she just said, "Natalia, let's go for a drive." And we just listened to 80s music and just talked about our feelings and how we were handling and all the things that we were going to do after quarantine was over together and apart. Um But yeah, I think it's – you do take your freedom for granted, but at the same time, um, we're also taking our time with our families for granted. Because Mm -hmm. personally for me, I've said it before, I am leaving for boot camp um, pretty soon, June 2nd. Um, And unfortunately, I I don't know when I'll be able to have that time again just because of work and where I'll be in the world, I guess. But I definitely – I have taken the time to one, have my alone time. Cause I'm just that type of person where I need my own, you know, thinking space. Um, but I have been able to take advantage of the time that I do have, um, with friends and family, you know, six feet apart, but still. So
3: about how you were saying that, like, although everyone's like, Oh, I want to get out. I want to get out. Um, how you were saying, like, this is also, like, this could be beneficial for us. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to say that, like, it definitely was. Like, it still is for me. Um, I'm someone who also struggles with, like, mental health. So I'm not going to lie. The consistent, repeated days, one after the other, with, like, no change is starting to take a toll on me. Yeah. But um, – I learned things about my family I had no idea about. I got to know my stepsister in a whole new way. I, like, consider her a friend now. (laughs) Um, I, like, I I haven't had a family meal before this whole quarantine. Like, I haven't come home for dinner in so long. And I have had so many dinners with my family because I was just always going out, always running around, always being with my friends. And as much as I, like, hate being home and I want to go party and go hang and stuff, like not that I want quarantine to last longer, but I feel like this is so good for our generation. Like we need to learn about what it's like to have family meals, sit down with the family and talk, like um, get up and clean the house, like sit in your room for a day and sit there and think about your life. Think about like what, like get
0: to know yourself. So Celine, you've been accepted into college, but since the virus extended spring break for most schools, is this semester going to spill over into summer? Or if so, do you know what your school is going to do about your acceptance?
1: Well, I hope it doesn't spill over to summer. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they haven't really like, that's what I'm kind of upset about is how the communication between the school, like the high school and the students is that there really is no communication at all. Like, we don't know what's going on with prom. We don't know what's going on with the graduation. We don't know Mm -hmm. what's going on really with anything. So I'm really just as clueless as anyone else. Oh, my gosh. I hate hearing
0: that. I'm so sorry. I know. It's okay. (laughs) But, I mean, yeah, it makes sense because, unfortunately, it does look like prom will be canceled for this year because of everything going on with social distancing. And it just wouldn't work out with, you know, being six feet apart from your date.
1: No, yeah. (laughs) And the entire, like, senior population, it's 817 of us. And oh, everyone yeah. going to prom, like how how would you social distance?
0: Yeah, I mean same thing with graduation. Like yeah, I mean people can be separated on the bleachers and stuff like that. But it still, even if it's outside, you're kind of contained. So yeah. Um, but I have heard some apps that are doing online proms, like Facetime and Zoom and stuff like that. So you don't lose that kind of special experience. Are you planning on doing anything like something small with your classmates or like um,
1: with your friends or something like that? Well, I don't know if like as a grade, they're planning on doing like an online Zoom call for prom. But Mm -hmm. I know that with my own friends, we're definitely talking or thinking about maybe like once um this all kind of dies down and we get to go outside and we don't really have to be worrying about this anymore we can just hang out with ourselves and like dress up a little bit go somewhere in the city or something but that's so cute but (laughs) if not we'll just go on zoom call and like whoever bought prom dresses or just wear something nice and just hang out on a zoom call (laughs) yeah Yeah. so at least it wasn't for nothing yeah
2: (laughs)
0: yeah um but along i mean i guess with the lack of communication there's there's no updates on like graduation not even like a conference call or a small ceremony or something like that like is it still like kind of set to commence or have they said anything
1: i mean they haven't said anything about postponing it canceling it or like how we would go about it if we would still have graduation so mm-hmm. i really don't know
0: yeah yeah Oh, Celine.
1: <laughs> well, transitioning from
0: high school to a four-year school is not the easiest, especially in times like these. So, Nikita, as a student in a four-year school at UAlbany, um, have your schools? I mean, has your school given like an estimation on when you'll be moving in for next semester?
2: So, as of right now, um, well. Just to give some background, I am on my school's student association, so we do have a little bit more of insight to things that not all students would have. So for seniors especially, like they will have their virtual commencement May 16th, and mm-hmm. they are still planning to do a full commencement for them in the fall, but obviously they're still waiting on governor guidelines, etc. For us to mm-hmm. move to move back in Is a very like gray area right now because our campus, one of our campus parking lots, is being used as a testing center. So for them to move us back in with a population of over nineteen thousand students and to have that testing center becomes a very tricky situation.
1: Um,
2: So they do want to be able to move us back in the August and change um, and basically just change the testing site to a different location so you know it's more efficient and a little bit safer. Mm-hmm.
0: I mean how did they come up with um, that timeline around August like have they been in touch with like the state legislature or anything like that about new updates or anything like that?
2: So being in Albany we do have a little bit of a perk we have a direct kind of contact being with the, the capital, governor yeah. yeah we have a direct contact with the governor's office so as things mm-hmm. are progressing right now um, upstate guidelines are different to what are being implemented downstate. So upstate, they are opening their integration of phase one opening it, um, May 15th. So that includes small businesses, um, construction, and just places where social distancing can still be implemented. And they will yeah. be starting that May 15th. And then phase two, they will implement like beginning of June. So with that perspective, Albany and the upper like region of the state We'll be fully back to normal, well, as normal as we can be, by Mm. at least, I want to say early August, and we move in at the end of August.
0: That's absolutely insane to even hear that. Like, I just got, like, such a
2: big, like, burst of hope. I know, The only concern, yeah, the only concern with that is that the migration of students. Yeah. Because a lot of kids that go to school in Albany are from the lower region of New York, including, like, Half of our school population does come from Long Island and New York City and its boroughs.
0: Hopefully, we will see phase one and two going into full fruition. And just, you know, we'll we'll see the end of this pretty soon, hopefully. Hopefully. I really do hope
1: it ends because I don't want to start my first semester of college ever online. I know. Like, I was just thinking about it, especially for you,
0: because this like this end of the year and the beginning of next year is just like a lot of firsts for you yeah like mm-hmm.
1: it's where you like not instantly but that's when you get to know the people who are going to be your friends your teach um your professors um like the buildings activities yeah you like find yourself yeah
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It. like if i were to miss out on my freshman year of college there's a there are a lot of opportunities that you don't like realize that you're missing out on like just getting to know campus like the professors the people you're bound to live with like some of those people will become your best friends and I can attest to that going into my third year of college next semester I have made some best friends that I know will be my friends for the rest of my life yeah
0: even at my school like being not being able to like live on campus or anything I've made some friends that I know even if we like transfer schools or if we move to different states like we will no matter what be in contact because we've had those type of memories and like that vulnerability of you know going from high school to your first year of college and having all these new different experiences so I would say that freshman year is like a pretty pivotal time like for you especially for the next four I mean three years of your life yeah yeah so continuing Nikita <laughs> um since you've already paid for a full year of room and board along with other amenities that come with your tuition will your school be refunding any money that you haven't spent or will it be adding um remaining money to your accounts for next year
2: so that is a question that I can answer so well because we got an email about it this morning <laughs>
0: uh, love communication Yes. Yeah,
2: so basically this morning our university told us like the amount of so the number of days that we spend on campus in the spring semester is 112. So mm-hmm. we've already used 52 of those days in campus so since we ended March 23rd. March 23rd is the date that spring break ended and that they fully closed down saying no one can come back. So for, mm-hmm. those, for those people that moved all of their belongings out between March 23rd and April 5th, will be receiving a prorated mm-hmm. refund for the days that they did not stay in the dorms which includes, like, refund for housing, for dining, for student activity fees, for athletic fees. And it's a pretty big percentage. It's um, They're giving us 46.42% back. Oh, wow. That's crazy. The only thing that we're not getting back, obviously, is tuition because we're still taking yeah. classes.
0: Yeah. That, I mean, that that's reasonable. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, everybody's getting a refund. It won't be – because I know some – like, if you have dining dollars left over or something like that, then either you'll get, like, a check or you'll get it just transferred to when you come back, like, in the fall or the spring.
2: Yeah, so, so well, the one thing with that, the only problem with that is um, our, like, dining dollars, or it's called discount dollars that we use in our campus dining. The only problem mm-hmm. with that is that, say, as a freshman or sophomore, you're required to purchase a meal plan, of course. Yeah. But then in your junior and senior year, so next year as I'm being a junior, I don't have to purchase a meal plan because I'll be living in student housing that has a kitchen. So we basically have to just have to pay for the housing costs and we don't have to pay for the meal plan. So any money that I have this semester may or may not roll over because I'm not going to be purchasing a meal plan next semester. Oh, okay. So that's the only problem so that I have about like 400 something left in meal plan money and I'm not going to spring the extra to buy another meal plan because the housing in itself is so expensive yeah
0: i think just refunding everybody's you know remaining money whether it be for room and board or like um discount dollars or anything like that just refunding it creates a lot less hassle because especially for the people that are graduating this semester like it's way better to just you know send everybody the remainder of their money than to just like keep it on hold for what might happen next semester you know So going from a four year school to a community college, Nikki, since we both actually go to community college, how do you feel your quarantine experience at home is different from students who are coming back from four year schools?
3: That's actually a really good question because my stepsister Mackenzie is here at the house with me full time Mm -hmm. and um, she actually came from a four-year college and I was coming out of community college and I could definitely see a difference between both of our attitudes because, you know, I I live here every day. So when I am asked to do something or if if I can't be in a certain room for a certain time, like I'm just like, whatever, I'm used to this. But, you know, since she's just getting back home like if she wants to go out like she wants to be able to go out but it's like different now because we're in quarantine like um she doesn't get all that freedom like she has to stay home she has to be with the family like um I noticed that like we both like retreat to our rooms a lot and Mm -hmm. just like spend time in there because like just to get some away time but um I can definitely see a difference between um like the irritation levels me it's more just like oh, i'm just going with the flow like i'm in the house every day every every anyway anyway so like what's the point but yeah. uh, you could tell with her she's kind of like itching to go out like itching to just get some different type of scenery because when she was in college you know you're living on your own you're your own parent and now
0: she's back at home with both her parents
3: so yeah. i can imagine
0: how stressful that must be so going on with that alone time because i know that some parents aren't as like um I guess, not so much distant, but like understanding of the need for like that special alone time. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you think you can kind of say to other parents that would more so like take this opportunity to be like, oh, we're both at home. We should always spend time together. To It's nice to spend time together most of the time, but at the end of the day, like I also, this is a big culture shock. I need my own time. Like how do you think <laughs> you can kind of, Nicely say it to the parents that are, um, you know, kind of questioning your me time. Um, There's
3: actually another really good question because my sisters and I, so l- I was really blessed to have sisters and be going through this with them. So yeah. I'm not completely alone and um sometimes you know me and my sisters need to just get out of the house like we love our parents but sometimes it's just like okay guys I'm tired of hearing all this stuff like we need some time alone with each other so we've gotten we've had talks about saying like you know what today I need to go for a drive no I like I promise I won't go see anyone I promise I'll be safe but just having that like 20 to 30 minutes to just go in your car and just sit in the like driveway or just um be in your room for a certain amount of time like it makes such a difference because being in such, like, um, not, well, maybe not tiny house for whoever's house it is, but just being, like, closed in all like that, you know, just like with any other relationship, when you're with someone for so long in such a tight space, you're going to get tired of each other, and then fights are going to start happening, so I think for parents to really understand that, hey, especially for kids who are in college, like, we aren't used to being all, like, surrounded like this like we had our freedom like this is a big difference now and it's not going to take just like a day to get used to so I think just like saying to your parents you know that like the same way they need their me time we need our me time too and I'll literally just go sit in my car by myself in the driveway and listen to music or I'll call a friend and I'll say listen I'm gonna be in my car please no one come talk to me I just want to be alone right now and I think that like they're very good at respecting that they're very good at understanding that Um, you know, once we're cooped up like this for too long, eventually we're going to explode. And we've had some explosions where, you know, it's gotten a little too hectic. But um, I think that my parents were really understanding that, all right, these are teenage kids, teenage girls, nonetheless, Mm -hmm. (laughs) they need they need some space, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So I think just explaining to the parent and really just letting them see that, like, you know, we're humans, too. We we aren't fit to entertain people
0: 24-7. Yeah, that's actually super insightful. I feel like I have just had the most wonderful conversation with my own daughter if I was a parent. Like oh. <laughs> <laughs> if I were to have to listen to my, you know, crazy teenager talking about mom, I need some me time. I think that would go over pretty well. So thank you very much for putting it in. A kind of palatable way, I guess. (laughs) Thank you. How has the transition from regular to in-person classes to online classes actually been for you guys? And are there any tips that you would, you know, put out there on keeping up with, you know, heavy workloads or even just, you know, a couple assignments a week?
1: I mean, tips for classes, I'm not really sure because, like, I'm still trying to figure it out myself. But mm-hmm. assignments wise, I say like for what works for me is once I see that notification that I have an assignment, I automatically I just go on and work on it and try and get it done like as fast yeah. as I can, just there oh gosh, good. And, yeah. and, and leave it so that I can have enough time afterwards to just turn that laptop off mm-hmm. and not worry about any assignments that I have to do and can actually relax.
2: I really commend Celine on being able to get assignments done and like you know packed up out of the way as a college student like we have a a, I'm not going to say that we don't have like more assignments in high school like we have as the same it's just like the criteria for the assignments just becomes a little bit harder and you really have to like focus on the work that you're doing so what I do is like you know I try to get like pieces done day by day. Like if I have a five page paper, I'll do one page, like, you know, just cutting out those little pieces every day makes me feel better. But the whole shock of this is like going from a 300 person lecture to being like one person sitting in front of a screen all day, just listening to my professors drone on and on. And only two out of my five professors are really like giving that focus to the class where they're giving the lectures on Zoom. But otherwise, other professors are really just giving PowerPoints or textbook links and just letting us do it on our own. So things have just become harder where it's like we don't have that stability and that structure where we are really learning in an environment that's classified as learning. I have so many distractions around me. Like I have Netflix (laughs) in front of me right now. Like, it's it's right there. The tab is open. I can go on it. I can watch something and totally forget about everything that I'm doing. Yeah. But I just have to remind myself, like, listen, I have one more week. Finals are in less than a week. I can just get it done, have it out of the way, and then, you know what, just do everything else. Yeah.
0: I mean, I That's really so do easy. commend the people that take online classes like on the regular it, without a yeah. pandemic because they have some serious discipline to one, get the good grades from it and two, be able to actually retain the information to, you know, come out with a good product. Because for me personally, I'm the type of person where unless it's like an English class or something like that, something super, super easy, like I need to be in a classroom where I'm able to one, have peers that I can talk to about something or have the Mm -hmm. professor like right in front of me and have those office hours and class time to like go over it in the moment, you know? Mm
2: -hmm.
3: Same here. And even with like the technical difficulties, now that everything is online, I actually bought, um, I had to pay for a class now that I had to repay for a class so I can do it online. And I bought it and it was like $105. I go to log in the next day and I'm completely logged out and says my access was denied. So now I missed like a good month of work because I couldn't log in and I had to redo it and re-get it. And it's just been so confusing because, again, teachers don't really know too much about the technical stuff and I don't know anything about technical stuff. So it's been just such a headache. Also,
0: some people just don't have the luxury of having a computer, not even just a laptop, but just, like, oh, or, like, a smartphone. Some people would rely on, you know, sending things into Blackboard on, like, the library on their campus or their local library or something like that.
2: Now they can't even go to either. Um, That's, like, another thing that I wanted to touch upon. Like, my school has a lot of EOP kids that rely on, like, the campus, like, computers and library computers. Yeah. And now that they're at home, like, A lot of them are just struggling because even like the New York public libraries are closed. So I have some friends that are Mm -hmm. like, well, until the library is open, professors aren't seeing a single assignment from me. Goodbye. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah.
3: Before um, all of this started, I, so I've never owned a laptop. Like I've never really had my own Mm -hmm. laptop and I'm not really a computers person. I'm more of like, let's just write this down. But um I am taking a computer class. And so obviously I need the computer and everything is on the computer now. So I needed one and I was using my stepmom's like work computer. But again, like it's hard with the conflicting schedules and stuff like that. And I'm actually so blessed because one of my teachers signed me up for um, this thing that my school was doing to get a laptop. And I went to go get it at school. And when I was there, I was like, all right, so I had to sign this paper. And I thought that a signature was saying, like, I'll bring it back, not like, not broken or anything. And I'm like, all right, so when do I bring this back? And she looks at me and she's like, no, you don't understand. Like, that's your laptop now forever. Like, you get to keep that. And I I sat there and I cried right in front of her. I was like, you don't understand how helpful that is for me because it's so hard. Like, some kids aren't blessed like to have all that stuff and like it's really hard like it's really hard to be in it live in a society where it's like all right well everything's online now whether you have the money to do it or do it or not like it's still
0: there it honestly kind of makes me mad to I mean I'm really happy that you're able to get that kind of you know support from your school but it just makes me mad because schools have money to like actually help out their students in their time of need but because it's not always like advertised like, people won't even know about some of the programs. Yeah. You know? I, yeah. I had
3: no idea that the school was even yeah. offering that. And, like, it was, if it wasn't for my teacher, I wouldn't have known. And he sent me the email to it. And um, I literally texted him and I was like, thank you so much because that was like literally a lifesaver. Now I just sit in my room and I have my own little laptop. I mean, it's no MacBook, but I have my own thing that can help me get to Word, it can help me get to mm-hmm. PowerPoint. And um, it's made this
0: whole transition so much easier. So, speaking of using technology and things like that, um, where do you guys actually get your COVID updates from?
2: Well, (laughs) I get my updates actually from, like, you know, the daily briefings that Cuomo gives and, like, Twitter. And then I have, like, CNN updates kind of, like, pop up on my phone once in a while. But I feel like... My main form of updates has been Twitter. Mm -hmm. Like not to be that person, but social media (laughs) like social media right now is insanely helpful. Like insanely helpful. And having that like option of Twitter, like, you know, where you can do like set alerts for like if this person tweets something, you can see what they're saying. Mm -hmm. So like I have that I have that on for CNN and for Andrew Cuomo and like for New York State updates. And just like seeing those little things instead of like sitting down watching the news and just hearing all this awful stuff going on in the world. Yeah. Having those like pinpointed things and I I can read it in short bursts and like, you know, not feel disgusting. Yeah. Yeah. Really yeah. helps. Yeah,
0: because- I mean kind of going yeah kind of going along with that, it's it just sucks because of course, you know, you feel the need to say like not to be that person, but you really shouldn't discount using you you shouldn't feel the need to discount using social media to get your updates because not only is it like, like you said, like it's pinpointing the right information to you, but it's also opening up kind of empathy for everybody else. Not even just like in the United States, but like all around the world, because, you know, news sites kind of won't be as personal as some like, you know, anecdotes from this one person that could be, you know, um, saying their last goodbye to somebody in a hospital or like how they're an essential worker. And, you know, this is like, what's really going on, but it's not being highlighted. It kind of gives a voice to the people that feel like they have no voice, you know?
1: No. Yeah. Or even if I didn't know something or I missed something from the news, I'll learn something new on social media about what happened or stuff like that. Definitely. Yeah.
3: Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I'm very against going into all of the um, chaos of, like, what's going on Uh. in Corona. So my only source of information is really just my dad every time he comes home. Because I just feel like, personally for me, I I don't like to be too fearful. And how you said with the news, it's true. Like, literally, you go on there and all you hear is death and death and death Mm -hmm. and death. And my dad is the strongest person I know. And I've seen him literally tear up because he is so afraid that he's going to get Corona. He is so afraid of this whole virus. And it scares me to see how scared he is, you know, but that fear is all stemming from all the wrong information. He's only looking at, all right, this person died, this person died, this person died, this person died. But there is actual benefit beneficial and information out there that can help. For example, there are people who are getting cured. They're not cured, but um, who are overcoming this and who are getting better from this like not everyone is dying and we need to look at like some positives mm. as well I
0: mean um, nobody like but... highlights the recovery rate and there's even like a country what was it like not Thailand some country that has literally just ended quarantine and now things are normal that was Vietnam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 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 exactly yeah Thailand. but how you said the scariest thing so far
3: um something for me personally that like really opened my eyes to be like wow I need to start being safe because I'm not gonna lie in the beginning of this I was like okay screw it I'm still gonna go see my friends Mm -hmm. like whatever like no one's gonna die and then my dad said to me that you know you can get this virus and not even hurt yourself but then pass it along to someone you care about and they can die from it and that opened my eyes because I was like god forbid I go out with one of my friends I get it I don't get sick but I give it to my dad and he dies like now a death is on my hands you know like it's not just about yourself anymore it's about the people that you're affecting and the people you're coming in contact with
0: i mean in a way um one of the kind of blessings in disguise is that like a lot of people are gaining more empathy from it because now before you like if it was just like let's say a really bad flu that was going around completely different um you would still be like oh i don't care even if you know my dad gets sick it's whatever it's just a flu like it doesn't really matter i'll still go out with my friends but now that it's like you know something you know more more dangerous you really have to you know step back and you're not just thinking about yourself or your friends you're also thinking about the people that like aren't are not yeah, how's you know my decision they don't have affect? the same kind of Im- immune like system as you you know so yeah. i think it really is building yeah. people's empathy or like kind of opening your eyes to other people's situations and like this isn't just about me this is also about people around me you know so (laughs) it's definitely something to think about as well Mm -hmm. um but along with like gaining that sense of empathy unfortunately there are still people that are kind of you know just thinking all about me 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 um so what do you actually say to people who still aren't abiding to social distancing regulations or people who are even, you know, going out to the recently opened Florida beaches or people protesting, you know, about opening more businesses. Like, what do you have to say about that?
2: Yourself. I don't even know what yeah. to say to those Like people. you're utterly. I mean,
1: I just don't understand how they can't understand how serious this is and how many people are being affected and how they're not doing anything to help it.
3: Exactly. This girl who I went to school with had a birthday party and um, she's posting about it all over social media. She's like, oh, I love my family and friends who came out and saw me. And my family and I are sitting there watching this girl. and We're like, are you insane? Like, are you actually insane? Like, I get it. I totally get it. It's your birthday. It's an occasion. Like, you deserve to be celebrated. But we're in a global pandemic. Like, how much more serious can this get? I feel like um, the word that you use, selfish, is literally the only thing I can think of. Like it is so selfish to just think of yourself and think, oh, like I saw those pictures on Instagram of like, um my freedom, my uh my life yeah. or whatever, and they were taking off their masks. That is the dumbest thing I have mm. ever seen. Literally the dumbest thing I have ever seen. I I get it. Um maybe you don't think that the the virus is so um as great as it is, but Go ahead and get yourself sick. don't infect yeah. other people like if like my sister um we had a problem because she was she had lied and she went out and saw some friends and it caused a huge fight in our house because as much as we want her here, we're trying to keep this house safe. you know like we're trying to really be strict about who comes in, who goes out, where do we go, and when one person doesn't follow that rule,
0: that can potentially get every single person in the house sick yeah um it's it really is selfish because i remember i saw on I forgot which news site but like on the news they were in Florida during spring break and all of these people they were just like I don't even care if I get corona it's just affecting old people and now there are cases that are coming up that one super super young kids are getting in and two people yeah. as young as like 30 and 40 years old are coming up with respiratory issues and they have to be admitted to the hospital
2: no I like I Thanks totally understand and also like the other day I mean, not to scare anyone, but, like, the other day, there were new reports of new symptoms coming out, and they're, like, people between the age range of 40 to 60 that have been asymptomatic are just, like, randomly actually having, like, throwing blood clots mm-hmm. and having heart attacks or strokes yeah. at this point. Oh, my I mean, God. like, as you're, it's, like, yeah. called friendly fire within your body. Your body's trying to fight off the infection, but at the same time, it's throwing blood clots. Yeah. 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 I mean, That's to add crazy. on what
0: you said, like, thanks for the fear. In a way, um, more so, like, talking about the negative parts of the virus, it's it's kind of good to have healthy fear. Because look at all the people that are protesting oh, and, yeah. like, who don't care about what's what's going on outside. If those people really understood, like, the gravity of the situation, then we would be done with this quarantine by now. Like, it's it's good to have yeah. a healthy amount of fear, but it's also not good to, like, Go out and like panic by and like get all the toilet paper so nobody gets it. You know what I mean?
2: That's ridiculous. I yeah. absolutely think that's ridiculous. It's so oh,
0: no. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> so, going off of, you know, doing things to take care of your sister and your family and friends, are there any self care tips and tricks that you actually find helpful to keeping yourself uplifted during this super stressful time? Face mask. Oh my God. <laughs> Yes.
3: yes, face mask. A little bath and, also. And we're not talking about the ones that go behind the oh, ears. Oh.
0: Wait,
3: but um, I I think baths, a face mask, and maybe get doing your nails. Oh my nails. gosh, I've become
1: yeah. like so good at doing my nails. Like I do so many different yeah. designs, and I'll get creative and like use tape or string to do different like. I'm Damn. going
2: off. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I love that. I mean, my see, like this sorry. The sad thing about that, no, don't worry about it. The sad thing about that is that when I was in school, I bought like a poly gel like nail kit. Have you guys ever heard of that? Yeah. Think so,
0: I think yeah. so, yeah. So it's like
2: you can you can do your own acrylic nails at home, but it didn't oh, yes. it didn't come with a UV lamp and I used my roommate's UV lamp. So now I have this whole nail kit sitting at home <gasps> no, when my nails will no. look so fire <laughs> and I don't have a UV lamp.
0: Yeah, Next I was just going to say, my stepsister, she's obsessed with acrylics. Like, the last time she didn't have acrylics was probably, like, freshman year, and she's a senior now. So, she <laughs> got her own, like, acrylic nail set with the light and everything. And now, like, she could honestly charge to do people's nails. Like, they look so good. That's so cool.
3: I have um,
2: another form of mm-hmm.
3: self-care that, um, So... For someone, again, who struggles with, like, mental health, for anyone out there who's going with that, too, especially being cooped up, like, in your room every day, back in the spot where all the sad stuff takes place, you know? Um. <laughs> Um, it can be really triggering and really hard to like, get yourself moving For Like, it's a little embarrassing, but I sleep so much that my bones actually started to literally I wake up and I can't lift my arm because it like, it's so sore just from leaning on it all night and leaning Mm. on it all day. And um, I realized I was like, Oh, my God, like, I need to do something about this. And a little form of self care that I did is just a little bit of yoga, I literally just put on um a little video for like 10 minutes I stretched and I just sat there and I meditated and oh my god the way that it can just change your thinking and your thought process and just give you a second to just Mm -hmm. breathe
2: yeah
0: um Nikita Celine anything else that you would like to add on your little
2: self-care tips and tricks um honestly what I would say is like during this time, my best purchase has been my yoga mat. Mm -hmm. And the days when it's like nasty and rainy, I'll open up the windows, like not not the actual window, but i will open up the blinds to get some light in my room, Mm -hmm. and just kind of stretch and exercise. I feel like exercise has been my one constant every day. Like there, I'm that person like I am OCD, like I need everything to be consistent. Mm -hmm. So like, I've already been thrown into like a shell shocked kind of like person of who I am like I don't like my sleeping schedule is off the time I wake up is off I'm not going to work anymore I'm not going to classes anymore I don't have a routine yeah. but the one thing that I can control is like when I exercise when I wash my face when I eat what I eat it, like just the little things really make a difference exactly
3: that's actually amazing to hear Nikita because um I feel like something that I've lacked on is you know and I'm just being real especially again with the mental health like it's hard to get up and remind yourself like even though I'm staying at home like let me go shower let me put on a nice shirt just to make myself feel good like let
0: me go work out so ladies thank you so much for taking the time out of your busy schedules <laughs> to actually come and you know not physically sit down with me um to talk about you know how the whole pandemic is affecting you and, you know, your school life, your work life, your family life. Um, But before we kind of close out, do you guys have any last minute thoughts, any, you know, anything that you would like to say or any tips that you would like to, you know, insight on the viewers?
1: Uh, I guess (laughs) to just stay strong and hopefully this will end soon. Stay positive. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Honestly, that, my, my thing was similar. I was just like, you know, stay hopeful, just stay calm. Things are going to be slow and it's going to be like a long time until we get back to like what we consider our standard of normal, but it is what it is.
3: Yeah. I was going to say exactly the same thing. Just like stay calm, stay safe, stay healthy, be smart and stay hopeful. Like don't let, don't let this, um, be a negative time
0: for you make it positive look at the bright side yeah well thank you so much again ladies for you know having a little gen z takeover of the podcast (laughs) and um honestly to all the viewers from all of us here at dame talk we really wish you the best please stay home stay safe and we wish nothing but the best for you and your families thank you